from COK Studios in Doug Fabrizio's Furnace Room, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the nationwide protests following the egregious murder of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer. We'll also consider some ways to pass the time while you're stuck at home during quarantine. And we'll consider why 2020 needs a massive do-over. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Pete Peterson Foundation, helping make the world better for people whose first and last names are virtually the same as each other. A partner of the Greg Gregory and Tim Timothy Foundations. And Scrotal Recall, a men's outpatient health clinic exclusively devoted to vasectomies and family planning. Scrotal Recall, we're making a vast difference. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Police and demonstrators clashed in dozens of cities across the U.S. over the weekend during protests in response to the death of George Floyd. The protests are adding to an already fraught climate that is still in the throes of the coronavirus pandemic. Floyd, 46, was killed after being arrested in Minneapolis last Monday. Video shows a police officer kneeling on his neck for at least seven minutes, while Floyd is heard saying he cannot breathe. That police officer was arrested Friday and charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. Three other officers were present, but have not been charged. All four were fired. Meanwhile, President Trump has said that members of the loosely defined far-left group Antifa, short for anti-fascists, have led clashes with police and looting in cities across the U.S., despite having no real proof. Trump is obviously trying to deflect some of the blame for his mounting failures to quell the unrest, as well as his inability to deal effectively with the growing spread of the pandemic. The nation is currently a powder keg that was set alight by the murder of George Floyd. And while some cities have returned to something resembling normalcy, many are still dealing with protests and looting. Rather than satirizing the events from the past week, as we would normally do on this show, I want to take a brief moment to sincerely, genuinely speak about the culture of racism and police brutality in this country and the need for sweeping change. Police need to show much better judgment. People of color need to be heard. White people need to stop making protests about themselves, listen, and take their cues from the people of color who have been dealing with systemic racism for generations. This will hopefully be a turning point in history that will allow us to step out from the shadow that has been cast over us for far too long. We want to help, and we need your help. We here at Consider Our Knowledge are going to be asking for you to help us as we raise money for the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. Here to tell you more about it and how you can give are the rest of the COK team. The NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund is America's premier legal organization fighting for racial justice. Through litigation, advocacy, and public education, LDF seeks structural changes to expand democracy, eliminate disparities, and achieve racial justice in a society that fulfills the promise of equality for all Americans. LDF also defends the gains and protections won over the past 75 years of civil rights struggle and works to improve the quality and diversity of judicial and executive appointments. Help us support the fight for racial justice. While we are living in a moment unlike any we've seen before, LDF will continue to work to protect the most vulnerable in our society. 
To make a donation, go to the Consider Our Knowledge Facebook page. There you can make a contribution. Any amount helps, so please support the effort to end our nation's systemic racism. We're counting on your help to advance LDF's efforts to protect voting rights, reform our criminal justice system, achieve education equity, and ensure economic justice for all. Thank you. Now we turn back to our regularly scheduled satire. Dinah? It's been a difficult time since the coronavirus pandemic hit. And even as people return to normal, they shouldn't. There are still plenty of Americans who are keeping with the quarantine, they should. For those of you who aren't rushing out to salons, beaches, restaurants, and theme parks now that things are reopening, A, good for you. But B, we here at COK have some great tips on how to stay busy and stave off the boredom of being at home. Here are a few members of the COK team with their quarantine tips and activities. Yes, yes. Entertainment reporter Fritz Hicks here. Do you miss going to the movie theater? Do you also fear catching the virus because your lungs are compromised after accidentally aspirating some off-brand movie theater butter? No worries. I have just the thing for you. Take a bed sheet, preferably white or off-white. A light beige or creamy yellow will also work in a pinch. Even a very light blue or khaki would be okay. A muted green or gray would also suffice if necessary. Anyway, take the light-colored non-pattern bedsheet and hang it up against your shed outside, or on your garage door, or even on the side of a fence, or trellis, or pergola. Make sure it's hung up there nice and tight, and then project a movie on it for a little outdoor movie night. It's a fun way to get outside and change up your movie-watching experience. Of course, you'll need a projector. I recommend the Optima UHZ 65 4K Home Cinema Laser Projector. Of course, not everyone will want to spend $4,519, so if you're on a budget or don't care about the quality of your outdoor movie nights like me and the other Hicksises, you could go for the Sony VPL PHZ 10 Laser for only $2,500. If you really want to slum it up, you can get an Epson Home Cinema 2150 3D projector for $699, but good luck and have a great quarantine outdoor movie night, like your old buddy Fritz. Thanks, Fritz. We should also say that there are several projectors out there that are under $100 and will work just fine. Next up, we have our intern, Ryan Shattuck. Hi, Ryan the COK intern here. I'm here to give you my favorite tip on how to keep busy when you're stuck at home. Puzzles! Is that it? Yeah. I love puzzles. They're super fun, and I've done like 60 puzzles since March. You don't have more of a tip than that? Nope. Do a puzzle. Okay. Next up is our senior correspondent, Cordell Nutbrock. Has the existential dread of the virus and being locked up at home been getting you down? I've been quite blue myself some days, but there's one thing that never fails to lift my spirits. Food, glorious food. That's right, I've been eating my feelings morning, noon, and night since March, and thanks to the protests and the general awfulness of the Trump administration, I'll be having a heaping helping of piping hot feelings for the foreseeable future. 
One of my favorite snacks is taking one of those Dunford chocolate chocolate donuts and putting it in the microwave for about 15 seconds. Once it's warm, put it in a dish and add a scoop of vanilla ice cream, then add a scoop of coffee ice cream, then add a scoop of Ben and Jerry's banana virus ice cream. All proceeds go to COVID-19 charities, so you're helping out while you indulge your sweet tooth. Then top that all off with crushed nuts, whipped cream, Oreo chunks, chocolate chips, I prefer semi-sweet to milk or dark, and of course, no bowl of feelings is complete without a maracchino cherry. Mmm, that's a delicious bowl of feelings. I hope that while we all cope with the way things have changed, we can take solace in the fact that food, mashed potatoes, pizza, ice cream, pasta, that cheese that comes in a can, mini fritzes, uncrustables, hot pockets, cinnamon rolls, and the occasional piece of fruit dipped in caramel is always there for you and never ever judges you. Bon appetit. Now with her tips on how to beat the boredom of quarantine is our Consider Your Health reporter, Alex Truman. I've been deep in a germ-free chamber since March, so while I'm somewhat starved for human contact, I know that my health is my number one priority. That's why I've done some research on how best to keep my sanity while being completely by myself. Mindfulness is apparently the best way to do this. So far, I've tried yoga, but my brittle bone disease makes it difficult to do any of the moves besides child's pose, which was actually made difficult by my adult-onset scoliosis. After yoga, I tried meditation and focusing on my breathing. Sadly, my deviated septum makes my breathing somewhat irregular and whistly, so I had difficulty focusing and could never really get into the right mental state to meditate. I ordered one of those Zen gardens, but alas, I was allergic to the sand. Apparently, I could add quartz to my lengthy list of allergies. Finally, to achieve some mental calm, I found the only thing that has worked for me. Was it puzzles? Uh, no. My colorblindness makes puzzles nearly impossible. I started saying tug twisters. Just saying, Betty Butter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So it was better Betty Butter bought a bit of better butter. Ah, makes me feel so much butter. I mean better. Oof. So if you need a calming influence, just say, Fred fed Ted bread, and Ted fed Fred bread. It sure helps me. Thanks for that, Alex. Finally, joining me from his palatial home in Beverly Hills is our good friend and fashion designer and stylist, Peter Grigio. How have you been, Peter? Ah, just terrific, Dinah. I've been using all this time at home to plan a brand new fashion line. I've also finally gotten caught up on Schitt's Creek. Oh, how cute is that Dan Levy? Oh, I'll tell you, I wouldn't kick those eyebrows out of bed for eating crackers. Oh, but anyway, I've been working hard. I think that if you're lucky enough to be able to work from home and have a multi-million dollar fashion empire, you should really do all you can to improve your brand. Oh, so what have you been working on? Oh, I'm not even sure I should tell you. Oh, it will revolutionize the fashion world as we know it. It'll be like the invention of the cap sleeve or short alls. Ah, it's a GD paradigm shift. That's what it is, Dinah. Oh, please, I have to know. Okay, Dinah. Ugh, you're lucky I like you and that nobody listens to this show. 
the next big fashion craze will be, wait for it, ellipses, boondoggle, boondoggle, boondoggle. Boondoggle. Boondoggle everything. I've made so much boondoggle in the last few weeks that my hands are nothing but blisters on top of calluses. I bought every boondoggle kit in Southern California and Nevada. The new line of clothes and accessories will be transformative. Oh, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, you and literally the entire fashion world. I already have an exclusive contract to sell them in my friend Mimi's clothing boutiques. Splurge. Provided that she's allowed to open them. Uh-oh. Oh, I've got to go. Apparently my pool boy is trapped under a pile of very heavy boondoggle tank tops. Kiss ass. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins. Congrats to Bobby McCall in New Orleans, who successfully cut his girlfriend's bangs last week. Even though you had no prior experience cutting hair and bangs are super touchy, you did a nice job helping Denise see again without having to pin her bangs up or risk infection by going to the salon. Well done on a bangin' little win. Wait, wait, I thought reading the Big Little Wins was my thing now. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. I thought you wouldn't mind since we let you give your tip on how to survive the quarantine. Yeah, but I still really like reading the wins. Just let him do it. Okay, you can do this last one, Ryan. Thanks. I live for this. Kudos to Maxine Kemp and Bozeman, Montana, who only had to go to seven stores last week to buy some toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Maxine had previously visited 15 stores and was unable to buy any toilet paper or hand sanitizer. So only having to try seven stores to find some is a huge little win. If you or someone you know has a win worth sharing, post on our Facebook page or send us a tweet. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Consider Our Know. Just want to remind everyone to please make a donation, if you can, to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. You can do it on our Facebook page. Any amount helps. The COK team includes Emily Clausen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, Spencer Cannon, and our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Complete without a maracchino cherry. Mmm. That's a delicious bowl of feelings. <laughs> Damn it. Maricachino. You have to leave that in. You have to leave that in. Maricachino cherry. Oh, I'm tickled myself.